Welcome everybody. Wow, what a can open that was. Welcome to the week that was everybody. Uh, the mini episodes of From a Certain Point of View of Wooden Ball Films podcast. This is the show where we talk about everything and anything to do with the entertainment industry anywhere in the world. And the man that I have with me is the same man that I have with me every day and I wouldn't change it for the world. It's the one and only Mr. Fantastic. Yo, what's up, people? What's up, bruv? Yes, it's Thursday. We're going to talk about some trade stuff. But don't forget, we're going to play a little game at the end. Hayden, you're crushing me. 13-9. 13-9. Unbelievable. I feel like maybe I'll tie you this week. Not like in the score because it's thirteen nine for you, but I mean like maybe we'll get we'll each get a point this week. We'll each that get game, a point. yeah. That game, of course, is finish the film blank, blank. and that's where we run off a, a movie title, but we leave one of the words out, and the other person has to guess it. But before that, let's get to some trade news. You know, I want to start off with one that really irked me. And this isn't necessarily film industry news. It sort of is. But I read this article and I was like, man, this is just like big Hollywood, big studio, just taking advantage of the little people. There is this Airbnb in BC's Thompson Okanagan area. BC is a province in Canada for all our uh, international listeners. And it is called the Hobbit Mountain Hole. Now, the owner of this had it and was uh, paying tribute to the fantasy race of the hobbits from the Lord of the Rings. Well, she alleges Warner Brothers Entertainment, who is the company, of course, that distributed the Hobbit movies, reached out to her last week, threatening to launch a lawsuit if she didn't change the name. She, of course, did. Because that's not a battle she is is going to wage war with. She renamed it to the Second Breakfast Hideaway, a nod to the Hobbit's love of meals. Now, people, go check this place out. Show them some. Show her some love. Second Breakfast Hideaway. Stick it to the man. Also, this place looks really cool. It definitely looks like a place where the Hobbits would live. So. Do they have a leg to stand on, Warner Brothers? Yes, I guess. Do they need to do that? I don't know. Think of it as like free advertising, I guess. Free advertising. Speaking of big companies going after smaller companies, the biggest company in the world, Amazon, is in talks with MGM Studios which we mentioned on this show way, way back, MGM was looking at possibly selling their their, their studio, basically, to the highest bidder. Um, Amazon's come along, 
And in the latest round of talks from them, they're looking to throw down anywhere between seven and ten billion dollars for the rights to MGM Studio. Now, if this was to happen, it would be the biggest play from Amazon to get into the content game. Since MGM has a huge back catalog of classic films and TV, it is a quick and easy way to bolster the streamer's content pool and draw people in. They've got massive franchises like James Bond. They've got the Rocky films. They've got many, many um, old musicals. It has TV shows. So it has over... 4,000 film titles and 17,000 hours of TV at its disposal. So if this is something that happens, Amazon is going to clutch up something savage. Wow. Well, hey, you know what? You don't need to have a big budget anymore or afford the right equipment or to secure a big distribution deal with the Amazons or the MGMs to make movies and to get them seen anymore because London has announced... They, well, not announced, it's happening. It's going to happen in June. You can submit to the end of this month. They're having the first ever international film festival for movies made on mobiles. Now, the festival was uh, created by producer Adam G and director Victoria Mapleback, who actually won uh, BAFTA together uh, for the first time to beat out conventionally shot films with bigger budgets with a short film called Missed Call. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, yeah, like this is something for new independent up and coming filmmakers or or people without a budget. But leading directors, including Steven Soderbergh and Paolo Sorrentino, have done films of their own shooting on a, a camera phone, uh, on a cell phone. Soderbergh shot his 2019 basketball drama High Flying Bird on an iPhone 8. He did do some few modifications in post, but nonetheless, it was all shot on a mobile you know, this is just great for anybody wanting to to make movies. Because like I mentioned, you don't need a big budget. You don't need to pay for all this equipment. You can literally go out. I mean, our phones, they basically all shoot in 4K now. That's super cool. Um, we've often talked about using a, f- a phone to shoot films. Uh, heading back to the big dogs again, uh, some casting news coming out of Hollywood from Variety. We've got... Timothy Chalamet, the one of the up and uh, I, I call him an up and comer, but he's still a relatively young actor. But he's moving strides in terms of his performances in films. But he has just signed on to Wonka, a musical based on the early life of Willy Wonka. Now the plot details are being kept under wraps, but it's a Warner Brothers produced film. He's stepping into some big shoes. Gene Wilder was the original iteration that we saw back in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And then most recently, we've seen Johnny Depp play the title role in the 2005 one called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with the character in a prequel sense. And it's all through Justin's favorite format of film, the musical. Oh, man, do I love musicals. Not really. Dripping with sarcasm. Yeah. Sweating my sarcasm. Hey, last week I had mentioned there was a funny little uh, thing I wanted to talk about from Seth Rogen, his new book called Yearbook. And the reason I like this and I want to talk about this is because if you're an actor out there, especially if you're a young actor, maybe you need to hear this. So him and Jason Siegel, who were friends from Freaks and Geeks, this is before they broke out, before 
Seth Rogen broke out in the 40-year-old version, three, three years prior to be exact. He had to audition for a role uh, in 8 Mile, the role of Cheddar, which is Eminem's friend. Now, the producer, the casting agent that was doing the audition, didn't feel comfortable reading the lines. So they asked if when you're going in to read, to bring somebody to read with you. Well, because uh, he was living with Jason Siegel at the time, or no, sorry, they weren't living together, but they were friends. And Jason Siegel actually had an audition for the same role. They came over to his apartment the night before and they had a sleepover and they worked on it. Well, they went in to do the audition together and it was a disaster. Because first of all, Seth Rogen is not meant to play some Detroit street rapper. He doesn't have that look. So he goes on to tell the story about how he was auditioning and uh, Jason Siegel was reading for him. And they had to do lines and the line was, yo, yo, mother effer, it's Cheddar. What up, biatch? And Rogen had to respond as Cheddar. Yo, yo, rabbit, you got to record your shit at Paisley Park, yo. And Rogan just started laughing hysterically. Now, we all know Seth Rogan's laugh. I would say it doesn't fit the character well. So when Jason went to do it, they literally said whenever the other one went to talk, they just couldn't hold it together. They would just laugh and laugh until they finally just excused themselves from the audition. And were like, you know what? We're out of here. This role isn't for us anyways. You know, they both went on to have very successful careers. So the moral of the story is uh, just because you bomb an audition, it doesn't matter. Keep fighting the good fight. Hayden, back to you. Now that would be a fun story to read about, and to, I can just imagine it. Now, speaking of going on to successful careers, someone who started off with a bunch of little bit parts in films and then went on to carve quite the ginormous, hugely successful career was none other than Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now he has finally decided to make his grand entrance into the world of television. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Monica Barbaro are teaming up for a Netflix espionage thriller TV show. Now the logline for the show is it centers on a father and a daughter who learn that they've been secretly working as CIA operatives for years, but they realize that their entire relationship has been a lie and that they don't truly know one another at all. It sounds like quite the quirky family scenario, but it's going to be action, comedy, family, adventure, spy, thriller with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I am down and it's going to be through Netflix. So bring it on. You're a big Schwarzenegger fan. That sounds similar to like Mr. and Mrs. Smith or something like that. I mean, same, same, but different, you know? Uh, hey, you didn't think we were going to leave without talking about uh, Eternals from the MCU, didn't we? Because they just dropped the trailer. And this was one of the Marvel movies that was maybe clouded in the most mystery. Nobody really knew what it was about. And we knew it was going to be directed by Chloe Zhao, who just won the best director for Nomad Land. Well, Eternals, the trailer dropped. And we got a little bit of insight into what is happening. So in the trailer, we first meet the Eternals as they're 
their massive ship appears from a small tribe of early humans many thousands of years in our past as the Eternals leader, Ajak, who's played by, of course, Salma Hayek. Nailed it. First try. As she explains in the voiceover, the Eternals have watched, guided, and helped humanity progress, including everything from causing water to sprout, for farming, to a shot of an ancient capital city of Babylon. Now, while Ajax says the Eternals have never interfered in human history, the implication is humanity wouldn't be here or wouldn't be where it is today without the Eternals quietly pulling the strings in the background. Now, this brings up an interesting question, because after the events of the Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, you have to wonder, if the Eternals are so powerful, why didn't they help stop Thanos? But I feel like if we want to know the answer to that question, we're going to have to watch the movie. Spoiler alert. Anyways, new trailer's out. Check it out, people. It'll be up on our socials. I'll drop them at the end of the episode, so don't worry about that. But that's all I've got. Hey, now I don't know if you got anything more. If not, why don't we get to the game? Finish the film. Blank. Now, like Justin mentioned earlier, folks, finish the film. Blank is the game of finishing the film title but what we do is is we remove one of the words and we replace it with the word blank now we each get 60 seconds on the clock yeah that's why i'm kicking his butt tootie (laughs) so yeah each of us gets 60 seconds rattle off as many film titles as we can and we can see if the other can guess them now i am the current reigning champion and i'm pulling away pulling away i want to i want to i just want to say one thing you 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 can't be the champion until it's over okay we're still in the oh. middle of it you're ahead you're ahead i i hesitate to call you champion although if it ended today yes you would be okay that's how i'm gonna look at it <laughs> well you know what um last week was the closest i ever got so why don't i go ahead and guess first again this time All and right. then i can decide how slow i read my titles off depending on how well <laughs> i did <laughs> ah, it's all strategic. <laughs> I, I right, tried well, messing with you mentally. I I said I tried to give you hard titles, but I always give you fairly easy ones, I feel. Uh, so I don't know. Cheating? Like, that's my only option. Strategy. It's all strategy. That's right. All right, so I've got 60 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? I don't In know. Five. <laughs> you got four th- seconds to figure it out. Three, two, one. And go. The Blank Express. Polar. Blank Recall. Total. High Blank Musical. School. The Mighty Blank. Ducks. Blank of a Shopaholic. Confessions. Blank Proposal. Oh my gosh. Pass. Blank driver. It's the proposal. Baby driver. Is that your final answer? Baby driver. Uh, no, pass. The devil blank Prada. Where's? Night at the blank. Roxbury. No, pass. 
We blank a zoo. Spot. Oh, I was going to say salt. <laughs> not it's not bad, Night not at bad. the Roxbury? A night at the museum. Night at the museum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yes, it was the Polar Express, Total Recall, High School Musical, The Mighty Ducks, Confession of a Shopaholic, The Proposal, which you got after a second try, <laughs> Taxi Driver. Oh, shoot. The Devil Wears Prada. Night at the museum, and we bought a zoo. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight out of eight. ten. 80%. Ow. Pass grade, pass grade. That's it. Flank colors. That's honor roll marks there, boy. Eight out of, what was that? What was that dance move? Don't do that dance move again. <laughs> 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 I'll take it. I'll take it. Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Night at the museum. Dang it. Night at the museum. I thought for sure Roxbury. I just have Chris Catan in my head for some reason. All right. Well, let's get uh, 60 seconds on the clock and see how slow I can read through mine. <laughs> All right. 60 seconds coming up in five, four, three, two, one. And go. Blank dogs. Snow dogs? Nope. Uh, Isle of dogs? Nope. Pass. The blank show. Truman. Iron Man blank. Two? Three? Uh, no, yeah, yeah. A blank <laughs> good men. A few. Baby blank. Driver. The blank artist. Disaster artist. The blank eight. The hateful eight. Blank blonde. Atomic. Blank hall. Annie. Last blank hero. Last action hero. Kindergarten blank. Cop? Do I get that? No, nope, the Darby Wedge. No. no. <laughs> I'm, kidding. Uh. I'm kidding. I think you would have got it anyways. Uh, the f- uh, It was Reservoir Dogs. Oh, gosh darn is it. <laughs> I should have skipped Baby Driver because I guess that. Uh, I think you would have got it anyways. Uh, the, the Truman Show you got. Iron Man 2 you got. A Few Good Men you got. Baby Driver. Disaster Artist, Hateful Eight, Atomic Blonde, Annie Hall, Last Action Hero is Nine, and If I Was Kind, I Would Give You Kindergarten Cop. Boom! Nine! Ten! Because I'll give it to you. That's it. I'm going harder next time, and I really mean it. There was some good ones in there. There was some good ones. I'll give you that. There was. Had me, there was. Had me thunking. I got your old, got tapped in the old brain skull. Got it working. Uh, let us know how you did, everybody. Did you do Hayden good? Or did you do okay? Like myself. <laughs> hey, 8 out of 10 is still a passing grade. Let us know how you did. 
hit us up on our socials. We like to interact with you there. Facebook from a certain point of view, Instagram from a certain point of view podcast, Twitter from a certain PO1. Hit us up at our email from a certain point of view point of pew, pew, pew. from a certain point of view podcast at gmail.com. If you're liking the show, don't forget to like and subscribe. That's it for me this week on the week that was Aiden. I send it off to you. Thanks again for listening, folks. That was some of the news headlines that we came across this past week. That was, um, yeah, hit us up on social medias. We'd love to hear from you all. Uh, as Justin said, that's all for now. Check us out on Monday, full length episodes. Then we will be tackling Marvel's phase one film, Captain America, the first Avenger. Tune in then. Peace. Peace.